اللہ اکبر اللہ اکبر اشہد اللہ اشہد اللہ اشہد محمد رسول اشہد محمد رسول موسیقی وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْعَالَوْنَ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ وقال تعالى إِنْ يَنْسُرْكُمُ اللَّهُ فَلَا غَالِبَ لَكُمْ وَإِنْ يَخْذُلْكُمْ فَمَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَنْسُرُكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِهِ وَعَلَى اللَّهِ فَلْيَتَوَكَّلِ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلمون كرجل واحد إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله وإن اشتكى رأسه اشتكى كله أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله Most respected honorable brothers and friends in Islam السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent every one of us into this world, this earthly life. And this life is a place of examination. Every day will not be as we have planned or as we have desired. There are ups and downs to life. The test that we go in life is part of the journey towards reaching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and receiving our Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us with Jannatul Firdaus. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith that appears in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih Muslim that al-mu'minuna fi tarahumihim wa tawaddihim wa ta'atufihim kamathal al-jasad that the entire believing ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the mutual love, understanding, kindness for each other the similitude that is being drawn is that of a body. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that if this body is inishtaka'udhun, any limb of the body is feeling pain, in distress, 
entire body responds with pain that if example a person is experiencing fever extreme fever it doesn't mean that his eyes are fine and he will continue doing whatever he requires or his legs are fine and he will still run the marathon just because of a headache or maybe extreme fever person's legs are even wobbly he doesn't find that stamina or that strength even to run it yet he's got the muscular strength for it but only this fever will set him back will push him back and he'll be weighed down he wouldn't be able to do what he has desired or planned for Nabi says the entire ummah this is the example that if one part of the ummah is suffering the entire ummah joins forces to feel that pain that when the Muslims at present are in distress are in problems suffering worries troubles in Afghanistan in different parts of the world and present the highlight the focus in Gaza then we in South Africa we also feel that pain that pain has to be felt by us we have to feel the pain that there is loss of life that there is loss of life when it comes to adults children masajid have been I've been bombed down how fortunate are every one of us that we're sitting in this masjid there isn't any worry any threat any scare and with ease we're sitting we don't have any security outside to see that there isn't any person walking by that may just bomb or maybe there is some messiah that can come in the direction of this masjid and if it does have to happen every person whose blood and sweating is, is in this masjid will feel it say my masjid you know how much of money we give for this masjid and every musalli who used to perform even one salah for the day even one salah is coming maybe just for the fajr salah he'll feel that pain you see my masjid i used to go there for fajr salah when i used to pass by from work i used to read asr salah can we understand or imagine it's rather beyond our understanding and imagination what those people are going through when they're losing their masajid, their homes, their places of revenue and how business houses and whatever it may be. And imagine standing in a queue to collect bread. We know what was the difficulty in standing in the line during the riots and the protests. Uh, that happened some years ago and people had to stand in a line to get bread imagine standing in a line and that bakery getting bombed that same bakery where you hoping after many days you may get a loaf of bread and that now is bombed so Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is calling onto the ummah to feel the pain wherever it may be in the ummah loss of life loss of wealth wherever the ummah is suffering we feel it but whatever is happening is nothing new for us from inception famous narration we all know about that the jews in one day had killed 70 anbiya 70 under the tafsir of one of the ayat ibn mas'ud radiallahu says that the jews 
بني إسرائيل تقتلون ثلاثمائة نبيين in one day they kill 300 anbiya alayhi wassalatu wassalam business as usual at the end of the day the morning was occupied they had to kill 300 anbiya we know yahya alayhi salam zakaria alayhi salam when they were running to kill zakaria alayhi salam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala miraculously opened up a tree for him and Zakaria alayhi salam goes into the tree and he hides himself. Shaitan comes and he whispers into the ears of the Jews and he says that Zakaria alayhi salam is hiding in this tree. They cut the tree and they cut him also into pieces. So it was nothing new. They have done it in the past. What is unfolding and we see now shouldn't shock us. It is a people that have done this in the past. In the, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the battle of Uhud had taken place. Muslims were victorious. And then comes the battle of Uhud. When the battle of Uhud was fought, then there was an apparent setback. There was loss of life. Seventy Sahaba, Ridwanullahi ta'ala alayhim ajma'een, had become shaheed and martyrs in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seventy of them. This really was hurting Sahaba radiallahu How come? I mean, so many of us became shaheed. A parent said back, we on the side of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we fighting for the right. So this was disturbing the Sahaba radiallahu what could have been better than the ayat that were revealed in the Quran Sharif in the fourth juz, the first quarter, and then extending into the second quarter, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala psychologically gives some healing balm to Sahaba radiallahu That this distress and worry should not be taken to heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first verses of consolation for Sahaba radiallahu upon losing life, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنَ إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ وَلَا تَهِنُوا O Sahaba, O Ummati Muslima, listen for us in the present times that we find ourselves, don't lose hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Al-Hakim, the most wise in His hikmah, He knows what He is doing and what He is doing. There is such wisdom in it, you will not realize until you stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama explain and say sometimes we make dua. The dua is not accepted. On the day of Qiyamah, we're standing in front of Allah wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless the person who made dua and did not see the apparent acceptance of it in this world. On the day of Qiyamah, will be rewarded so handsomely. You say, Ya Allah, but that reward is for which action of mine? What amal and deed do I deserve this reward? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Oh my banda, in the dunya you made dua, I didn't accept change. And this is the reward of that dua. On that day, insan will say, Oh my Allah, why did you even accept even one of my duas? Today we pick up our hands. And we feel that, why is Allah not accepting it? Am I doing something wrong? What's wrong in my life? Maybe I'm not deserving of it. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His infinite mercy and absolute wisdom knows what is best for us. As insan, we are very limited in all of our abilities and faculties. We know what is good for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is best for us. You may ask for A, Allah will give you something else. Because He knows what is good, best for you. So Sahaba radiallahu anhum, wala tahinu, do not lose heart. Wala tahzanu, don't ever be distressed. After the battle of Uhud, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Hadith appears in Sunan Abi Dawood. That lama usiba ikhwanukum bi Uhud. When your brothers had become shaheed in the battle of Uhud, then sometimes it hurts us. I mean, you bomb a hospital and 473 still counting people become shaheed. But on the day of Qiyamah, there is an apparent in this world distress. Maybe the child becomes an orphan. Maybe the parent loses a child. In whichever direction it may go, whoever is losing who, Yes, there is tears, there's sorrow, there's grief, there's hurt, there's pain. But Nabi Wasallam says, when these people become shaheed and martyrs, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, جَعَلَ اللَّهُ أَرْوَاحَهُمْ فِي جَوْفِ طَيْرٍ خُدْرٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala places their arwah and their souls into green birds. تَرِدُ أَنْهَارَ الْجَنَّةِ That will be moving around in the rivers of Jannah. تَأْكُلُ مِنْ كِمَارِهَا وَتَأْوِي إِلَىٰ قَنَادِيلٍ مِنْ ذَهَبْ مُعَلَّقَ فِي زِلِّ الْعَرْشِ Drinking from the waters of the rivers of Jannah and then taking at some chandeliers made from gold attached to the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's where the arwah of the shuhada are resting. By the arsh of Allah. Yes, today we may see it. Nabi Sam is making dua for shahada. Abu Umar radiallahu is making dua. Allahumma rzukni shahadatan fi sabilik. Allah grant me martyrdom in your path. So what you saw the shahada of Umar radiallahu on the musalla of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa while performing the salah distressed and hurt sahaba radiallahu but after the day Umar radiallahu was smiling because now he's in Jannah. Then when these brothers, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa is saying, the shuhada of Uhud, they are roaming around in Jannah, flying around in the bellies of these green birds. Immediately they say, Ya Allah, may you balneer ikhwanana anna, anna ahya nurzaq, li alla yazhadu fi dunya wa yankabu anil harb. Oh my Allah, is there anyone to pass on a message? Our brothers we have left behind in the dunya. They worried, they concerned, they are really paining, they hurt that we have passed away. Can such a message to them to say that the martyrs are alive by Allah? Tell them that we are alive. Ya Allah, you are taking care of us. I don't want them to think jihad, sacrificing for the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They should not become cowards. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I take that responsibility to pass your message to the entire ummah till the morning of the day of Qiyamah. I'll pass that message. Ayat of Quran till today we recite. وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those brothers and sisters that you see, those children and old people who are not even a threat to the regime and to the enemy, when you see them becoming shaheed for a moment, think that they are dead. The message Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, بَلْ أَحْيَاهُ الْعِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ Oh Ummah, they are alive by me. I am sustaining them with the waters of Jannah, with the fruit of Jannah. فَرِحِيهُمُ اللَّهِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, don't hear too much, be worried and concerned, but they are smiling, all smiles in Jannah. Such are the bounties of Allah, they are happy, they are in happiness. And the message for those that have been left behind, Allah khawfun alayhim, walahum yahzanun. Listen, there is no fear, there's nothing to be distressed and worried about. If you also drink from this goblet of martyrdom, if you have to also become shaheed, you'll be with us. They are alive. So the first verses, وَلَا تَهِنُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَنْتُمُ الْأَعْلَوْنُ أُمَّةِ مُسْلِمًا You will be triumphant, you will be victorious. إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you are strong in your iman, if you're strong in iman, then you will be victorious. And if you are worried about the loss of life, that so big numbers you are passing out. What you went through, the ummah went through worse than that. Similar or worse, when we read the battle of the Tatars, then we see that in one day, one day, in the Uzbekistan region, when they came to one of the cities, they locked the inhabitants and citizens into the city. They broke the walls of the dam in one day. 70,000 Muslims became shaheed. 70,000. Today, the count is 3,745 and counting. Three, approximately 4,000. Over how many number of days? Back in the days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, the ummah went through worse than that. What the ummah did go was really worse than this. Be steadfast, don't lose heart. But I've got wisdom in why I'm doing whatever I am doing. Number one, the first wisdom from four, the first. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I want to see the true believer from that one who's shady and dodgy. Some people are really asking, Mulana, you think the Palestinians are right in this? Which means that they are so naive to the media outlets and whatever they are seen from the enemies of Allah, that actually is their frame of mind. That this is not really our war. We shouldn't worry about it. It's got to do with a homeland of a people and we've got our homes. Make shukar na'udhu billah. And then some people will actually ask, where's Allah? We are Muslim, why Allah is not helping us? So whatever has happened in the life of Sahaba and Nabi wasallam was to explain to the Ummah that these tests are just to live more firmly in Iman. So Allah wants to separate the believers and the true believers. Some people are deserving of Allah. Absolutely high. But the amal cannot deserve them that rank. 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I take amongst you certain people as martyrs, so they are deserving of those ranks. Number the true believer, when he sees these things unfolding in front of him, when he hears what's happening to the ummah, then his iman only becomes more strong. And he says, Oh my Allah, I have to now really fervently make dua for the ummah of Nabi His iman becomes even more strong. Nabi in the battle of Muta, 3,000 Sahaba went to fight. 3,000. Nabi said, Zayd radiallahu, Jafar al-Tayyar, Abdullah bin Rawaha, these were the three leaders. There is a backdrop to the entire, uh, you know, the, the, the beginning of the incident, a long story. But Nabi after that battle, no news has come as yet, besides the revelation from Allah, that Zayd, Jafar and Abdullah bin Rawaha have become shaheed. Nabi Sallallahu goes to the house of Jafar ibn Abi Talib, his cousin. When Nabi Sallallahu goes to the house, and then he sees the children, and the wife is busy. Nabi crying, and he's passing his hand over the children. So the wife sees what's happening. She says, Ya Rasulullah, do you, have you received any news? What's happening with uh, my husband? Everything is okay? Nabi Sam turns around, looks at the children, kisses them, and then he cries. And then Nabi Sam turns and he says, My brother has become shaheed. My brother has become shaheed. So Nabi Sam, that shahada of Jafar radiallahu and Sahaba radiallahu really disturbed, it hurt Nabi Sallallahu Nabi Sam used to tear, Nabi Sam would cry. In the battle, in one of the battles, 70 Qurra became shaheed. 70 Qurra. Nabi Sam was so distressed, it troubled him so much that Qunud was recited for the Fajr Salah for one long month. Battle is over. But for one month, Nabi Sam is making dua. Qunud took place. Allahumma hadina fi man hadayt. That itself is carrying a message for us. That when there is war, when the Ummah is faced with war around the different parts of the world, what dua are we asking from Allah? Number one, Allahumma hadina fi man hadayt. Or rather, let's finish. So there's four wisdoms. The third one, Allah wants to polish the believer. Waliyumahis. When a person purifies gold to the highest quality, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I want to purify the believer and make him worthy of Jannatul Firdaus in the neighborhood of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the fat, Allah wants to destroy the kuffar because this are moments for them to gloat and they're happy with what they're doing. No regrets. As if to say it's a calculated attack. They pride themselves on what they are doing. They're happy about what they are doing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability that we take our time. That today being the day of Jumu'ah, let's make some Yisali Thawab. Wherever we do, but we do something for the Muslims of Palestine, of Afghanistan, of Somalia, of the different parts of the world, but we cry and do something constructive. Today we take out some sadaqa. One is we take out money, we send it for the people. One is we take out and we give someone something. We surprise someone. We pay a bill of someone who cannot pay. And we say, Allah, this is Isali Sawab for the health of the people of Gaza. For the Muslims around the world. To do something. 
On a Friday, we are reading thousand times. Durud Sharif, Alhamdulillah. We are reading it. This Friday, we will read it. But at the end, we make dua. Oh my Allah, the thousand isali sawab for our brothers in Gaza. Allah isali sawab for them. So the history of these people is something that's mind-boggling. They were known to be a people, they would say that they are uh, the Jewish diaspora, meaning a people without a land. That's why the Zionists have this phrase, that they are a people without a land, that deserve, deserve a land without a people. That this land of Palestine is for us. Imagine at that time, when they were citizens, people living in Palestine, they would say, it's a land without a people. They never considered the Muslims as even human. They don't even consider them human. It's a land without a people. And they consider themselves as people without a land. So they found the land and they need to drive them out. Fir'aun, exactly what he did is Fir'auniyat outplaying today. That's what we see. That the youngster who's got not even a threat to a soldier, they can't even own a firearm. I mean, he's in Israeli territory, whether he be in West Bank or whichever, or in Jerusalem. A 13-year-old boy being killed? For what? He says, no, he was walking towards the soldier. He felt threatened. There's no court case after that. So on one of the visits, so the local brother is saying, he said, Molana, Sheikh, what you know is the war you see and what you hear. The war we're facing in the country, you don't hear about that. They're giving our youngsters drugs for free. Well, now they are the next law that's being shoved down our throat now. That as parents, we cannot even force our children to recite Quran or come to the masjid. If ever you tell your child, we have to go to the masjid, then the authorities can take the father away. If the son has to lay a charge and say, my father is forcing me to come to the masjid. So he says, now we don't even have control of the future. We stood for Masjid Al-Aqsa. We stood for our people. Now we're scared. We, we're scared that even our own children will be the result of us going to jail. And the du'as of the Qur'an, رَبَّنَا فِلْ لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا وَإِسْرَافَنَا فِي أَمْرِنَا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَنْسُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ First du'a, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the pious, when there's times of difficulty and war, what du'a? رَبَّنَا فِلْ لَنَا Ya Allah forgive us. My sin, my indifference to the deen, Ya Allah the ummah of that part of the world is suffering because of me. Du'a'i qurut, we all desirous, we want to hear. When the Imam reads Dua'i Qunut, we can feel it. We give our heart to that Ameen. And what is the Dua? Allahumma hdina fi man hadith. Allah give me hidayat, I'm on the wrong road. The Ummah is suffering somewhere else, I'm on the wrong road. Allahumma hdina fi man hadith. Wa'afina, give me what afiyat, someone else. The examination is written somewhere else. Ya Allah, keep me with afiyat. Keep me with afiyat. And then, وَتَوَلَّنَا فِي مَنْ تَوَلَّيْتِ وَبَارِكْ لَنَا فِي مَا عَطَيْتِ All du'as for ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and the ability to understand, to make du'a. And we do something for the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Don't lose hearts. Our du'as will definitely reach anawa ta'ala. What's unfolding, there is hikmat in it. Definitely there is hikmat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never leave us as the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when it's written on the two walls of Jannah, Ummatum Mudlibatun wa Rabbun Ghafoor. 
the ummah may be may be gunahgar sinful but tell them that the allah is most rahim our most rahim allah will never desert us alhamdulillah we losing life and we have a brother who will be accepting the shahada and then the nikah will be taking place we recite the shahada quickly and then the nikah will take place so while people are dining the rest of the world alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given uh, brother teben kusu kulu uh, hidayat allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that uh, shahada accept his iman inshallah and the meaning of his name is that to trust in allah to trust in god isn't mashallah so he is accepting the shahada so war somewhere else allah is still spreading hidayah alhamdulillah allah bless you accept you inshallah uh, so we'll speak about the rest with the imam with ourselves after simply to recite after me uh, we can say it in english i bear witness i bear witness that there is no no doubt except allah and i bear witness i bear witness that nabi muhammad that nabi muhammad peace be upon him peace be upon him, is the slave of allah slave of allah and the messenger of allah mashallah la say recite after me la allah ilaha illa allah muhammad rasul allah mashallah mubarak the nikah will take place bismillahirrahmanirrahim nikah hafiz ahmed musa his sister nawaila musa presentative of the barail haji muhammad zahid musa the witness of the presentation haji gulam muhammad juma musa the second witness the representation Haji Suleiman Ahmad Abu Bakr Ustad Meher bin Mukhtar Haji Muhammad Mushnad bin Jibril bin Nikab Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina min sayyi'ati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa nashhadu anna Muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu arsalahu bil haqqi bashiran wa nadhira بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تبارك وتعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقال عليه الصلاه والسلام امر رغيب عن سنتي فليس مني او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم افز احمد موسى افهمت قوين تيونيكا سستنا نوائل موسى نوائل نوائل موسى برد محمد زايد موسى اند سكونغريجيشن اوف صلاه الجمعه يديروا في المسجد ويدسس يونيكا ود مهر بن كوغا كوين هاف يو اكسبتد نوائل موسى اند يو اي هاف اكسبتد
Keep them safe with the Afiyat and Salamat and the best of both the worlds, inshallah. Allah will take me to Salah, but this can start the Sunnah Salah, inshallah.